Yo, what up? I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Eyeball Chambers. He's Eyeball Chambers Rivers Chambers Mick Johnson. You got a lot of names, dude. I don't know where you come from. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bag and Boarded. Uh, a very special Bag and Boarded, actually. Our first ever uh, commentary experiment. What do you have to say about that, Jesse? Excited? I'm very excited. So My shit won. What? My shit won. Your shit won? Yeah, yeah it did. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. Um. Basically, yeah, Jesse was just saying his shit won because he's a cocksucker. But he was referencing that you, the listeners, are all... Uh, Hundred hundred thousand. I think how many people voted? Two hundred thirty thousand people. Two hundred thirty three. Two hundred thirty three thousand or two hundred thirty thousand and three. I can't remember. I'm dyslexic. Two thirty three. Two thirty three thousand people voted in this, and uh, they voted from a choices that we've culled down to to a list of six. And your winner was Stand by Me, and that was uh, it drove me into depression. I went to Vegas, and um, I went into man whoring for a little bit. It didn't work out so well. Do you think Stand By Me? So I got this uh, scar. It's not Just scar. like the dad in Stand By Me. Do you think Stand By Me would have won had we not explained who picked what movies? Yes, I do. I genuinely do. Because it's that whole uh, weird... Uh, do, you, do you think the majority of our listeners are in our age range? I'd say yes. Or so, uh, you know, in their mid-20s, the 20s. 20s. Yeah. Um, dudes, uh, again, I know, yeah. I know we have some female listeners, shout out to, uh, Emmeline. But the majority. <laughs> the majority of our listeners are dudes. And dudes in their 20s, and this is removing me, because I'll get into me in, in a minute, seem to have this affinity for Stand By Me. They all grew up with it. It's one of those seminal childhood movies, like, uh, what's your fucking, what's your kid movies? Ghostbusters, or, you know? E.T.? E.T., uh, Monster Squad, that kind of uh, stuff. You know what I mean? Goonies. For me, I, did, I see. I wasn't Goonies. I didn't see Goonies till I was in my late teens. Oh, I didn't. 20, I didn't. Goonies. I didn't see this till I was in my late teens. I didn't see fucking Red Dawn till like a month ago. <laughs> I had, I was more about the cartoony. I was all into Muppets. I mean, follow that bird. I still watch Ad Nauseum. Yeah, we took a different path. We took a different path, sir. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I'm I'm not a violent person like you are. But regardless, <laughs> I uh, I hadn't seen Stand by Me, so I was not involved in that whole kind of. Phenomenon, if you will, of of dudes our age loving this movie. So I didn't get it. So when it was it was cho- uh, chosen for the winner, <laughs> you had to fucking watch it. <laughs> should we? Should we? No, to just, no, just I mean, you had to watch it. You've so, never seen it before. We tried to do this podcast the other day and it didn't work out because I hadn't seen the movie. And it was maybe we'll throw it up as an extra feature one time because I did save it. It so is kind of funny. It's it's me melting down basically. Uh it's just me going, look, there's a train, there's a dude, who's that dude, what's his name, it's, it's that guy, I don't want to watch this anymore, fuck you, Jesse, I, I want to go to sleep, I don't feel good, and it didn't, it didn't, I was basically explaining the movie as it was, it going. didn't work out so well, so we took a little bit of a sabbatical, or a shabbatical, if you want to make it Jewish, Ning. shabbat, shabbatical, sure, sabbatical, uh, and I watched the film, and I, and I really did enjoy it, and, and which is not surprising, because I'm a huge Stephen King fan, and I'd read the short story years ago, but forgot, and no, it's, it's a really... It's a genuinely good film. Uh, a few of the th- kind of opinions I had before going in had changed. A lot of them, you know. Some of them remain the same, which we'll get into. Let's <laughs> we'll get into it. Uh, let's get into it. So, folks, if you want to take this little journey with us, uh, we are hoping you have the Stand By Me DVD handy. If not, and you do want to still uh, invest in some fun, uh, <laughs> pause this little shindig that we have going on right now and go get the DVD somehow. So, uh you own it, go grab it from your 
shelf. If you don't, go buy it, rent it, steal it from uh, Jesse. I'll give you his address. It's 4413 North Orange Drive. Why are you doing that? It's very close. I know. I did it on, <laughs> you didn't realize I did it on purpose? Very I did close. one block away, motherfucker. Whoa. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't say to the west or east. They don't know the apartment. It's to the west. Um, <laughs> you didn't say what town. Motherfucker, I will put a Google map image of where Jesse lives. Go on by. So, uh... Anyway, go get the movie, and we're going to – the easiest way we figured out to do it, instead of the whole – we wanted people to seg it uh, – seg it? Sink it? Sink it. Thank you. <laughs> Segwoo. I use, like, the British term. I didn't know S-E-G-U-E. that was the British term. Seg. No, that's not even the right word for it. Um, fucking go to scene selections, please. <laughs> we're on the special edition, but I don't think it makes a difference. Go to scene selections. Click, highlight scene one. Highlight the first chapter, the first scene, and on uh, – by the way, for the folks who aren't um, going to listen to the commentary with us, you don't have Stand By Me, you don't like it, you don't like us, uh, any any of those three options, uh, thank you for being a listener, and we will catch you next week with a uh, back-to-normal uh, bag aborted. But for now, I mean, you know what? You don't necessarily need to be watching the DVD to do no. this anyway. If you're a fan by Stand By Me, if you're a fan, fan of Stand By Me, <laughs> which it seems a lot of our listeners are, mm-hmm. throw it on while you're in the car on your way to work, while you're working out, while you're you know, having sex with your girlfriend, boyfriend. Because have you ever read Sex to a Commentary? I have not. Oh, it's the best. Especially for her Herzog ones. If anything, you'll keep your dick hard. It's a German speaking in a droll fucking soft. It's in my I'm kidding. I never tried it. All right. Scene one on a count of ten, folks. What's ten? Why don't you just do three? Ten. On the count of three, I really hate Jesse. On the count of three, we'll be starting this little fun bag off. Wait, wait, is it like one, two, three, start or one? Oh, two, that's very, start. so topical of you, Jesse. Whoa, whoa, take that off. On the count of three, folks. Three, two, one, go. Then. All right, so you should be seeing the Columbia logo. What up, lady? And uh, you know, there was no TriStar involved on this one. I don't know if they're the same company in retrospect. I think they, I think it's like Paramount. I think they came together for this film, for, not for this film, but for like the early nineties. But film. I feel like it was always the lady and the horse. It's called Columbia TriStar. Yeah, you had Columbia, then you had TriStar, and then I think they merged. They had a baby. Well, I think they just merged. They fell in love, and one night uh, they became Columbia TriStar. Stand by me. That's a classy title <laughs> shot. Not a lot of pomp and circumstance. Were there really title sequences in the eighties though? Yeah. Elaborate ones? Uh, like Fight Club, you know what I'm talking about? Well, I don't think they were as CG'd as Fight Club. I don't mean necessarily Fight Club, I just mean a title sequence, uh, nowadays it seems they give them out to other places to do. The, 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 there's there's production houses that specialize in title sequences. I'm sure probably the editor did it. Back in the day? Yeah. It seemed to just well, be like, good ones. it used to be just be like still, it's stills and cards, you know what I mean? I yeah, feel like. Streets of Fire had a good one. I've never seen Streets of Fire, which we don't get into. Richard Dreyfuss, folks, without a mustache, which which bothers me and some kids. This is some foreshadowing. It's got a, a cheesy amount of fucking foreshadowing. I don't if think you've this seen is the foreshadowing. Movie, Why is it foreshadowing? It's, it's him telling the story. But Because he's little kids on a bike, and it shows the end of the movie and the beginning of the movie with the newspaper article. Because you don't know who Chris Chambers is when he reads that. You remember, do you not remember what it just said? Well, yeah, I was well, the first fucking line of the movie. No, sir. The article, the headline of the newspaper oh, yeah. said Chris Chambers murdered in a bar. No, it's his lawyer murdered in a bar. It said Chris Chambers in there. I missed it. Well, we can't rely on the commentary. I understand that. <laughs> but I watched it the other night. I took notes. Like, what is that? Does that mean 25 cents? 
I think so. Why did they split it up like that? I, I was not alive in 1959. And you were, you were right about Oregon. This film was not shot in 1959, though. Even though they did a really bang-up job on the production design. Because it takes place in fucking 1959. I understand that, but I said that. Oh, my God, Jesse. Yes, and they did a good <laughs> job making it so, is what I was saying. All right. Well, I'm sure they found a cash register that there's, people There's a little Willie Wheaton with, with the fucking treehouse. I was like, it's about to fall to the ground and kill Willie Wheaton. Little Willie Wheaton. <laughs> it doesn't look like that thing doesn't look so stable, man. It doesn't look sturdy. Keep smoking in a. It's 7 o'clock. <laughs> Kid smoking in a Rob Reiner movie, which uh, nowadays I'm sure he's eating a lot of... You think anyone's ever thrown this in the face? That kids smoke... You know, I found out the other day, I went to a park the other day to watch a softball game, and I found out the reason that I couldn't enjoy a mentholated cigarette was because of Mr. Meathead himself. Yes. And meanwhile, he's got fucking 14-year-olds smoking cigarettes. But they're not real cigarettes. Big deal. I could have been smoking a, a, a funny cigarette. <laughs> I would have preferred to. Yeah, what? Here's what I'm saying. How is even smoking an early saying, cigarette is not healthy? He's a hypocrite. Yeah. Because he's perpetuating an image of young kids smoking. Right. And if young kids are going to think River Phoenix is a cool kid, you're trying to build him up as a, you know, he's got a pack in his shoulders, he's a tough guy. So you're saying that anti-smoking Rob Reiner probably caused more kids to yes, smoke by absolute, kids absolutely. smoking Absolutely. If I'd seen this movie as a kid, it would have made me want to smoke. Because if you, <laughs> you identify with these kids, you want to be friends with them. Did you have any friends like this? Nah, dude. I never had a group of uh, close-knit friends like this, really. Plus, like, we didn't... I grew up in the suburbs. We didn't have, like, wilderness and shit. So we always, like, chill. Oh, we played we video did. games. I didn't really see the outside a lot. I did. Like, there was nowhere to explore where I'm from. You couldn't just... Your parents always knew where you were when I was growing up. You know what I mean? Man, I snuck off so many damn times. There was nowhere to sneak off to. You needed a car. You'd be hit <laughs> on the fucking LIE. <laughs> the lie? Long Island Express, right, sir? Oh. Let's get back to the movie. Jerry O'Connell, River Phoenix, Rowan, and... I ran all the way home. Corey Feldman. Oh, watch. Will Wheaton looks at the camera. He does it three times in the course of the film, and that is my one complaint with the film. Will Wheaton ain't that great. He's just, he's just looking at Jerry, at Vern. No, you missed it. He looked... Was... So, in retrospect, going back watching the film, Jerry O'Connell is my favorite... Vern is my favorite part. Of this movie? Yes. I think he's the best performance by far. I think... He's my favorite part of the movie by far. River. River has the best performance. Yes, but he's the funniest, man. <laughs> and they call him, they give him shit for being fat all the time and all that. He's chubby. This movie came out like a year after Goonies. Compared to Chunk, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell is River Phoenix. You know what I mean? But this isn't Goonies. And Corey Feldman would be Joaquin Phoenix. Why would Corey Feldman be I don't Joaquin know. They're related. River Phoenix and Joaquin Phoenix were brothers. But they're not related on here. I know, but you know they were brothers in real life? Yes. And they got a sister, too. Okay, does she, does she act? I think her name is Summer Phoenix. No, but I think she's married to Casey Affleck or something. It's Casey Affleck. Oh, is that why Casey... Casey Affleck is brothers-in-law with, with, Joaquin. with Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. yeah. You see Ben Stiller in the eye. Yeah. Ah, all right, back to the movie. <laughs> Dude, all right. That's the jar of pennies. I understand that. But wouldn't you think there's a better method than digging individual tiny holes? Like, rake the entire thing. You know what I mean? Start on one side and just push all the dirt. How would you do it if you were Vern? How would you have found the pennies? And B, I wouldn't have fucking hidden them like that. Depends on how deep he buried them. I mean, you can't... Well, you can't just start from the beginning and move to the back doing a straight... So you would arbitrarily guess I mean, and just dig a small hole? The hole seemed too small to, to really yield positive results. These, probably kids are, these kids are cool, by the way. 
Very These cool. are the tough, cool guys. They give themselves tattoos and shit. They got, um, they gave them fucking, <laughs> it says their names of their gang, and, uh, they, their hair is all gross and it's greasy. I'm just jealous because I don't got hair, but, uh. You ever see, uh, The Outsiders? The yeah. Races? Pony yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's another good 80s flick. That was set in the 50s. Yes, it was. Wow. Yes, it was. Based on an S.E. Hinton novel. Yes, it was. Oh, I went to school, motherfucker. <laughs> You watching this cool motherfucker? No, I never read the book. Oh, did you? Never I, read the I book? never actually. I don't think I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Rob Lowe. Well, uh, Tom Tiny Cruise been for about five years. He's not. Right? Who is he? Well, Ralph Macchio is the main kid. Ralph Macchio is, is, Pony Boy. is Pony Boy. C. Thomas Howell is Pony Boy. Oh, who's the other guy's name? Ralph Macchio is uh fuck my brother with you. This is a similar movie. What else is in the in the vein of the Stand by Me? Um, uh, American Graffiti. I've never seen it. I've never seen the movie. Well, well, fuck that then. <laughs> we don't know a damn thing. Cool. Well, I think American Graffiti is in the vein of something like Days and Confused. I read, I read online that uh, Corey Feldman and fucking uh, Rob Reiner, who directed the film, uh, worked on that laugh for uh, a long time to get the giggle down. For uh, really, yeah, that the giggle was like they, that. They went through like ten different laughs to get that exact giggle. And once they got it, they went back, and it was the exact way Stephen King described it, described it in the short it very story. Well in the but it said yeah. it took a long process to get that laugh. See, we got some insight for yo, <laughs> for yo shits, dude. They were building River Phoenix up to be a fucking movie star. Well, this. see, okay, because here's the thing: how old are they? 14, 13 in real life? Maybe a little younger, even yeah, something like that. You can tell it already that that's going to be a a really good looking kid. That he's a good actor. Yeah. Like that kid would have been a fucking movie star. Had he, you know what I mean? He would have been Brad Pitt before there was a Brad Pitt. That's very good. Had he continued on his trend, he would have been Brad Pitt, yeah. Because we never, you know what I mean? Because he would have been this, our generation, yeah. You like I mean, he, he wasn't quite as rugged as Brad Pitt. No, and I, I honestly think Brad Pitt's a stronger actor, but we never really got to see River. Right. Have you ever seen My Own Private Idaho? No, and that's, everyone says it's his best film, right? Yeah. I've seen Mosquito Coast. When Harrison Ford, he was in that. You've seen uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? He's little Indy. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> of course I fucking know that, man. He was also, wasn't he? He was on the show, too. Oh, was he? I never watched Young Indiana show. Jones Chronicle? I never watched I think it. River Phoenix was indie. Through the series? Oh, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was in a couple episodes or something. I don't think he was. Indie. But he was young. Look, it's panned for midgets. <laughs> the socks. They look like, they're for him because he's like a fucking house elf. <laughs> Wheaton looks like Dobby. If you give him the socks, he gets to go free. And his dad looks like the bad guy from Preacher. Mr. Star, <laughs> you know the dude with the scar on his face? No, I see the guy. Oh, you're talking about the preacher, dude? Yeah. The song. Even if your son gets killed, I understand that. You're raking awfully slow there, sir. Like, you're just raking for the sake of raking four months later. But it's showing his depression. I understand that, but like, what's that old term? Uh, say it, don't spray it? Did I spit on you? No, but I'm saying, I don't know. Like, we don't need that. We don't need the exposition fucking battered into our heads, meathead. I'm going refer to Rob Reiner as meathead. Also, here's the thing. Was the Pigs the name of the team he played for? What, Michigan University? No, look, it says Pig on the door. Pride, integrity, grits. What the fuck does Pig? Because even <laughs> if it was a team, they'd be the Pigs, and you'd have to do an S one. I noticed that. I don't think that has anything well, to do with his what team. What kind of name is Pig? It sounds like the name for a delicate <laughs> <laughs> inside joke, inside joke. That you probably shouldn't have made. But uh, no, I don't think. Uh, or did that doesn't matter anymore. 
Very true. Okay, yeah, we gotta get over man. Alright, so they're gonna catch a Brazilian fish. Have you ever caught a fish? Why is he a Yankee? Yeah, I've caught a fish. I caught, I've caught in fluke. Do they have lakes in New York? We got oceans, bitch. Very true. And we got, um, we got the bay. We got the Long Island Sound. Uh, Long Island Sound, you know what that is? No. It's, it's what separates Long Island from Connecticut and Manhattan. So if you imagine, if you imagine, uh, if you imagine, like, America going down in a straight line, you got Manhattan, a lo- jutting out like an L leg would be Long Island, and then above that, like, another L leg would be Connecticut, and the water separating in between is the Long Island Sound. Gotcha. So, yeah, we used to, I used to go fishing every weekend with my parents, actually. They used to, we used to, um, get high, and we would go fluke, <laughs> fluke fishing off the pier. We'd never go off a boat, though. We would fish off the pier, uh-huh. into the bay. But I caught, I caught some fluke. I was way into fishing. I used to, we used to use, um, Killies, live bait. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what Killies are? Dude, I'm fishing. See, dude, I know I can fish. I'm a country boy. Yo, let's fish, dude. No shit. Yeah, I've been looking for something to fish for. You fucking right, folks. We're gonna cancel this commentary and go fish. <laughs> Get a fucking ride. Right no no shit. Girls even though, let's go fishing. That's what time. Yeah, dope. Hey, I wonder if they went fishing ever. Probably, probably they did. They did yeah. Why does he got a Yankee hat on if they live in Oregon? Because and why am I? I'm not saying that right, am I? Oregon? Yeah. Why not just Oregon? Because I'm from New York, I guess. I don't know. Oregon. Oregon. That's Oregon. Like oregano. It's Oregon. Like Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Castle Rock, Oregon. What is it? Okay. That, okay, I understand that, right? And I'm assuming most people say that. Hey, that's a really big gun. And, like, this kid knows it's a 45 just from fucking looking at it. That's... And that's the thing he I He was like. just trying to be cool. Okay, that's the thing I don't like about Will Wheaton's character, a translation from the book to the movie, right? I spoke to a few people about this. In this movie, Jerry O'Connell is the nerdy picked on one. Uh, in their group, yes. In their group, but it should in the book, I believe it was Gordy. No, Gordy was always just the basic, normal, simple one. He's not normal. He's a dick in this movie. I would say he's a. How's he's he a kind dick? of he's kind of off-puttish, Gordy. He's kind of always angsty and ready to fight people. He's weird. He's not weird though. He's not weird. Corey Feldman is weird. Corey's the most normal kid in the movie. And you're talking to a weird kid here. Well, because he's because he's he's a. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like anything here. Because because he's a nerd. He's not a geek. You know what I mean? He's not a nerd because he's into like weird shit. He's a nerd because he's got a fucking look how high his pants are and he's got a striped shirt on <laughs> and his mom dresses him and shit. And his parents, like you know what I mean? His parents make him wear socks for pants. That's why he's a nerd. But but I just don't see it. I feel no sympathy for Gordy's character because he's kind of fucking like that little wise ass kid. See, I see. I was all like, I was kind of that kind of kid. Like, if I were Jerry O'Connell, I would have fucking I would have left River Phoenix and Corey Feldman alone because River Phoenix was tough and could probably fight, and Corey Feldman was crazy. But I would have kicked the shit out of Gordy <laughs> first time he called me fat. Speaking, Keeper. Speaking of pussy fucking Gordy. Will we Gordy? I gotta keep saying Will we? Gordy lets Kiefer Sutherland and Sean Astin's look alike take his dead brother's hat and doesn't even do a thing about it. Well, he's a little kid, man. dude. If that's your dead bro, okay, honest, but they already established how much that hat means to him. You, know, I would fight until I die. I would, I would, dude. Look at that face. You see Kiefer? He's supposed to stick the fucking cigarette in his eyeball. Would you fight it's not Kiefer? Even lit. And there's another cigarette thing. Rob Reiner sending um, cons- contradictory messages. It's okay to smoke, but it's bad to get burnt in the eye. Like that guy got burnt in the eye by. <laughs> That's what it is. What? Eyeball got burnt in the eye by Kiefer. At another lane. Ah, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's his MO. Like, he likes to burn people with cigarettes. When he watch, 
He's going to do it to his brother, too. But take a look. Would you really fight Kiefer Sutherland? He would kick your ass. He's like the toughest motherfucker. Today, would I fight Kiefer Sutherland? Right there, in 1986. Current me, would I fight him? Yes. Yeah, because I know it's Kiefer Sutherland. He's an actor. He's a fucking... <laughs> okay, excuse me. Would, right, not would I would, fight a dude who looked like that? Not would you fight Kiefer Sutherland. But I fight that dude. Would you fight him? What is his name? Uh, With the bleach blonde hair? Yeah. Lost Boys, look. It, now, today, though? Or was, am I in 1980? You know what I'm trying to get to? You know what I'm trying to get to, though? Know, you know, no, if I saw that dude roll up today in a tight black fucking cut-off tank top and bleach blonde hair, I wouldn't worry about fighting him much. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, Santa Monica Boulevard is four blocks down that way. <laughs> That's fucked up. Ning. Where does that train go in the middle? What? It what? just stops at the triangle? No. That's where it... How does it split? Because if the train was riding on the wide track in the back, how does it split? To, how do, you know what I mean? How does it go from wide to thin? Why are you asking me this? I'm not an engineer. Because I'm trying to... I got build train because the first time we tried to do this commentary, you were like watch a movie and take notes. Well, I took notes, and these are my <laughs> my questions aren't about the movie; they're about like what kind of trees are those? I don't fucking know. I'm cedar. Kidding. I'm they're kidding. No, they're not. They're, they're, they're living in a fucking. I'm sure it's a coniferous forest, so they're they're probably like fir or uh or or Douglas fir, Douglas pine, Douglas pine. Speaking of Douglas Pine, did you, did you know that we have a special guest going to be stopping by periodically if they're at this? Really? A Is friend his name of mine. Douglas Pine? No. What's his name? Douglas Fine. <laughs> I don't know. If, and I'm not joking. I don't know. I don't know if you know. Um, I went for a minute there. I did a stint at the School of Visual Arts in Manhattan. Don't make me laugh. I did a, skin, a stint at the School of Visual Arts in Manhattan, and there I had a teacher in film theory, and his name was Douglas Fine. Was he good? He was. He was all right, but he was. He was. Not so much good as more of a character, you know. He was, he was he was a real personality. Anyway, he's he's a, he's um an online film critic and film theory and film historian. And this happens to be one of his movies, and it just so happens that he was in the neighborhood. So not oh, now. So he didn't fly out here for Bag and Border. He just happened to be. No, no, he was here for the Oscars. Oh, he's doing okay. coverage for the All website. Right. You know what I mean? Cool. But it just so happens that I don't I don't know when he said he can make it over here because he's at the hotel. He's right over by the Roosevelt because he stayed right by the Oscars. Right. But when he can make it when he can make it across town or whatever, he's gonna stop by and. Why uh, the fuck didn't you call him before we got started? I did. He said he's gonna finish dinner. Dude, I've told you about this guy. A, you don't rush him, and B, <laughs> he's a whack job. You know what I mean? If he wants to finish his dinner, because A, God knows what he's eating. Him and his weird fancy food and shit. He's probably foie gras burger or something. I've never heard of. And uh, and be like and just be cool. We don't need him for the whole show because three people's a lot. Yeah. But just because I, you know, he's got his favorite part, so it'd be cool just for him to check in with us at some point. So Douglas Fine will be stopping at some point, folks. And so what's uh, your favorite part of the flick? My favorite part of the flick. I mean, you only watched it once. I'll tell you my least favorite part. Okay. The the um Gordy se- story sequence. With yeah, I'm not a big fan ass. of that. Yeah, it's gross. It doesn't look real. It's not realistic. It's not possible. The fat makeup, the fat suit is shitty. It's uncharacteristic for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's really out of place. There's another story in the book that's not in the movie. Is it better? I, I can't remember. I haven't read it in a while. It's a very Stephen King story, though. I remember you told me about it. Remember, I guessed the ending without ever seeing it. Yeah, because I know Stephen King so well. Yeah. Oh man. Brain Do you think he would have, um, you think he, Steven? You think he knowing, is that Corey Feldman's name in the movie? Oh, you're talking about, yeah. no, Corey Feldman's name is, uh, Teddy Duchamp. Teddy Duchamp. Uh, do you think Teddy knowingly has a death wish? Yes. You do? He, he wants to be a soldier, so he can go get killed. You think he, it's to get killed or to kill? 
He wants to kill his dad, I feel like. No. Why would he want to... No, because when he's talking to... Uh, that, that's a coping mechanism because he himself is so angry that he can't admit to the world that they're right. That old man is 100% right. His old man tried to, his father tried to kill him. He's crazy. You know what I mean? But he can't admit to that. I think, I think that's a coping, you know what I mean? That's why he fights when anyone mentions his father. But no, I, I think that he thinks that the reason his dad is crazy is because he went to war. Was his dad really even in Vietnam though? I'm sure he was. I mean, do, do we know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Vietnam. It was World War II. Vietnam hadn't happened yet. I know it was in dead. Yeah, but that's why his dad went crazy because he fucking <laughs> built a time machine and went to the future and saw TVs and shit and was like, oh my God. They've got cars. They had TVs on this. They've got cars. They talk about the Mickey Mouse Club. I know. And then they had and cars that's, and that's that tits. The A and the A and the E you're stretching out. <laughs> I watched the movie, sir. You proud of me, Jassy? I'm proud of You think me. they shot this in Oregon? I or in Cali? Don't know. Could be up I'm north. Could be up like Woodland Hills or some shit. Eighty-eight one one four. That's a really long address. I used to live at uh eleven thirteen Martha Allen Drive. That means there were a thousand houses on Martha Allen Drive. No, there wasn't. Five hundred. No. How did they pick the numbers? Maybe forty. How did they pick the numbers? I don't know. Okay, so apparently in the fifties, <laughs> if you were bored <laughs> and you were semi like. Hip, I guess you could gangsterish. say. Gangsterish. Yeah, not even gangsterish, just like, you know, rebellious. What you could do is drive around breaking people's mailboxes while you drink beer and, like, let your hair breeze in the wind. That guy can't do so much breezing. Uh, that guy in the back's an older motherfucker. The dude in the back, right? Sleeveless? He's a weird-looking guy, yeah. <laughs> he got hit in the face with a baseball bat one time accidentally. Um, Have you ever hit a mailbox with a baseball bat? No, I put firecrackers in a mailbox before. Did you know whose mailbox it was? Yeah. Okay. Was it someone you didn't like? No. It was oh. the closest mailbox that wasn't mine. Well, that's dick. Well, Does it do anything to the mailbox? I was a kid. Makes it black. That's awful. <laughs> because who pays for that? The homeowner? Pays for what? Repairing it if they want to. Like, who's going to fix all these mailboxes that they just broke? That's what I thought about. Well, in 1959, they probably just went and uh, nailed it back onto the fucking post. No, some of them shattered. Let's say you shat. Let's say, because I've seen that in a few movies and TV shows where they, while they go jumping over a fucking giant fence. Not one of them thought to, um, I guess it's the only option, actually. What What else would you do? Dig a hole in the tunnel underneath, like the Great Escape. But that would take much longer than just climbing over it. I know, but wouldn't it be fun? No, because they're kind of in a hurry. Would you, dude, see, this is why this awesome movie takes place in the 50s. And even forget the 50s, it's an 80s rationality. Like me, as a kid born in 1984, 90s-minded, even, you know, getting towards the age where I might be having my own kids soon. Never knew, even me, never in a million fucking years would I play in a junkyard to get tetanus and AIDS. <laughs> there's AIDS all over that shit. Well, AIDS was not in America. I'm joking. You know what I mean? I, there's obviously, you can't have AIDS on something. It's in something. Vagina or a penis. Or some fluid. Or in a blood. blood. It it's not on a car. But tetanus could very well be on a car. Yeah, no, but, it's still, no, it's not, like, that's not how it works. What? Tetanus is, that's not important. If I mean, you get cut by some... Yes, tetanus can develop. Yes. It's not like cars are laden with tetanus right. and you rub your hand on them and you're like, yeah. oh shit, I got tetanus on me. <laughs> yeah, rub it off. Still, well, I mean, it's not like they're sleeping in the cars or some shit. Though. They'd show for a fucking minute. Yeah, they gotta rest, man. This is a little Sandlot beat. And that, and this is when I realized, man, Sandlot is a ripoff of Stand By Me. Kind of, yeah. 
It, it 100% is. Gordy, Gordy is Smalls. Killing me, Small. Gordy is Smalls. Um, uh, Chris would be Benny or Benny. The Latin guy. Go Go Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fat Kid would be fucking Hamboni. Taylor Duchamp would be what? Yeah, yeah. No, there's no. Yeah, he's not crazy. There was no really disturbed kid in in. I guess you would make him fucking squinks. Because of the glasses? No, just because he's like the nerdy, kind of nerdy, weird, awkward one, but who thinks he's cool with the late, you know what I mean? Thinks he's a lot cooler than he is. That's what, am I wrong on that? Like, no, I And mean, even fucking Daniel Stern sounds like Richard Dreyfus. I think it was influential. And even Daniel Stern sounds like Richard Dreyfus. the first time. Do you agree? Eh. Jimmy motherfucker. You mean like, yeah, voice-wise? Yeah. Eh. And the ending is exact. Yeah, See, I know Stan. I know Sandlot a lot more than I know Stand by Me, but it's it's pretty fucking close. The movie, yeah. the content is obviously a lot different, but so much so down to the dog, <laughs> Hercules, and yeah. uh, what's in this movie? Chopper, Hercules and Chopper, and they both wind up to be harmless, nice little. You know what I mean? Well, not Hercules isn't uh, nice. I mean, no, he is nice, yeah. but he's not little. Yeah, I mean, well, I wouldn't say he's nice. Cause he chases, he's the fucking. If you want to play with him, I feel like. I want the Sandlot for a minute. When Hercules chases them through the town, you don't think... I thought it was always a nice dog. They were playing fetch. They threw the ball at him. It wasn't like James Earl Jones had to be like, calm down, Hercules, and then he went into, like, non-attack mode. I think he was literally trying to play, but he was just running, and they, as a kid, they told it from the kid's perspectives. It's a Gucci! I used that phrase three times today. Because of this? Yeah, what else? I never heard of it before in my fucking life. <laughs> We were flipping, we were playing video games with my friends, we were flipping to see who would play each other. I was got, someone got two heads in a row, and it's a Gucher <laughs> Do they know what you're talking about? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's great, sincerely. I'm sincerely. Like, he's so... <laughs> what's funny is for, um, for you even, so you probably, I had the opposite thing on Jerry O'Connell with everyone. I know him as Jerry O'Connell from like Sliders, married to Rebecca Romaine, that dude. Scream 2. Exactly. You know him for so I know him, and then watching this, it goes backwards. I'm like, holy shit, he was the fat kid. You were like, the fat kid became Jerry yeah. O'Connell in your mind, right? I didn't even know it was the same guy for a while. You saw this movie when you were a kid, right? Yes. And then he disappeared for a minute, and then no he became beta. an adult, and he was famous again, and you were like... Because I watched Sliders, too, and I never knew it was the same guy. That's funny, man, right? They cast... I, I don't know, actually, no one, yeah. No one really got uber... No one got famous from this movie. Phoenix could Could've. have. Phoenix would have uh, been fucking huge. Yeah. Huge. We'll eat nothing. No. Corey Feldman. A B kind of actor. Not even B. So C? He's been in like, I'd say less than 20 films in the last 25 years. And not, and not yeah, a but lot. In the eight, I mean, in the late 80s, in the early 80s, 90s. But since he's, since, he's, since he's 30 years, since he's 25 years old, how many movies have you seen him in? Not many. Maybe one or two. Not, not even. I don't even know if any. What? Uh, License to Drive. Lost Boys Two. I saw. Was he in Lost Boys Two? Yeah, I didn't watch Lost Boys. Yeah, but Haim wasn't. Fucked up. But Gunner. Did he want to be? But Gunner. Did you Suther- watch it? No, Gunner Sutherland was. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's half brother is like a weird fucking dude. He looks like Kiefer, but he's creepy. Kiefer's kind of creepy. Kiefer is fucking creepy. Who knew Kiefer would become fucking fan? You know, everyone's favorite fucking TV personality. I don't know if I'd call him a TV person. I feel like Kiefer kills drifters in his spare time. 
You ever see Flatliners? He just seems like a really angry guy. No. Yeah. You ever hear him on Inside the Actor Studio? I never, no, I never saw him on Inside. They're like, I, I listen to Stern a lot, so they play it, but it just, his whole fucking demeanor, they're like, Kiefer, what's your favorite word? And he goes, gravitas. <laughs> and they go, what's your least favorite word? He goes, nigger. Really? Yeah. They go, what do you want God to say when they open the doors to heaven? He's like, you done good, kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? That totally should be the, the bad guy. Look how young, how old is John Cusack in there? I don't know, but this is around to say anything. They look like, bro, how come they got plates on the wall like that? It's the China. It's the good China that you never eat off of. You put it on the wall? Yeah. I never heard of that. Yeah. You had that growing up? Yeah. You had plates on your wall? And it was on a fucking shelf encased with glass. But no one ever ate off it? Never. So never. what's the point of it? It's decoration. Like plates for decoration? Yeah. I've never heard of they could forks and knives and shit too? Yeah. Really? I- I tell you what, we have. You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> Wait, we had something encased in glass. We had. Some, I've, heard, I've heard of a china cabinet, right? That's what we had. But I thought that was to hold dishes and plates and, and no. cutlery. And, well, that way you can did. use it when you're going to eat. You go to the china cabinet, you take out a, a dish, and you use it to no. eat. We didn't. Oh, it's for it's for the, like it's a design decor thing. Yes, decor fucking ration. Yes, but that ain't a Jewish thing. <laughs> We also had on the dining You're not table. very Native American, are you? What are you talking about? I feel like there weren't very many uh, wigwams that had their own china cabinets in them. Or longhouses. I don't know what tribe you really are a majority of. I don't know how the Choctaw got down. I didn't live in a fucking teepee. I was... See, you you went the teepee route. I said wigwam and longhouse because I was respectable. Not many tribes actually lived in teepees. Okay. Run, 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 run. Sicking balls. I said sicking boy. What I heard was chopper. Sick ball. Very good, Jesse. You can repeat it. <laughs> See, here's the thing. He stops and looks and then jumps. That's retarded. It's filmmaker etiquette. I understand, but what would you have done in that circumstance if you were shooting that scene? I would have done the same thing. Would you really? I, I, to get I, the reaction shot? I think this is a four-star flick. So do I, but I would have had the motherfucking jump like... like uh, I was about to say Michael Phelps. <laughs> He's a swimmer. I know Michael Jordan. Okay, Michael Jordan. He can jump high, right? Yeah. Or or, or uh, Mario. The video game. Mario? He's a famous high jumper. Okay. Because you're thinking of him. You're the loony. Look, <laughs> it's the loonies. Look, it's it's it's, it's, it's the skipper from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Meets uh the guy from fucking um Green Acres. It's like a mix of all the sitcoms into one. That guy's dirty. Works in a junkyard. He's a dirty. He owns a junkyard, sir. But he works and there. He knows your, and he knows your father. He knows everybody's he, father. He knows my. He don't know my father because <laughs> he's a loony up in Tokus. Tokus. Loony up in. He's tukus. a loony up in your Tokus. Loony, loony, loony. He's got that gun. Why don't you just shoot him? He never's got the gun. Yes. I don't even know if he knows they have the gun. I think just Gordy and Chris know. Yeah. Until they do the campfire thing. Exactly. Yeah. Don't ruin it. If you haven't seen the movie, folks. <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, watch it and then listen to this. Why would you well, no, If you haven't seen the movie, watch movie. it, then listen to the official commentary, then listen to our commentary. No, fuck the official commentary. It's Rob Bryant. That dude tried to ban cigarettes. Yes. And look, cigarettes are horrible. If there are any kids listening. Are they? If there are any kids listening, which would be weird. <laughs> but kind of hot in a way. Watch it. Hot? I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> I went blue on that one. Chase says, I know more. Um, <laughs> he stormed the beach, you faggot. That sounds like... <laughs> but say that as a gay guy. What? That yes. last line. He stormed the beach, you faggot. He stormed the beach, you faggot. That's well, kind of funny. Why would a gay guy call Because I don't know, because that's, that's exactly that's making this movie a comedy if we want to do the comedy version. It's, got, it's comedic. Wait in a parts. You're comedic in parts. <laughs> I know which part. No. <laughs> Look at him just walking. How? What was it? 60 miles? 50 miles? Uh, 30, I think. Was it 30? So they planned on walking all day and all night, right? Because I did the math on that in my head. Let's say you walk two miles an hour. No, they weren't planning on walking all night because they got fucking sleeping bags. They also don't know how far along the body is. What, what do you mean? Do they know exactly where the body is? Yeah, he said it in the clubhouse. He said, I know where it is. It comes to a pass over here and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. No, two of them have sleeping bags. Three of them. Feldman's got nothing. He's okay. a soldier. He'll just sleep on the ground. Oh, that was the other thing. Oh, we missed it already. In that scene where they're in the junkyard, Will Wheaton leaves his canteen and all that shit, chases after Chris, never gets it, and all of a sudden he has it back in the next scene. I'm sure they took it for him. No, they all leave when they're leaving. Oh, he's saying he threw it down? Continuity error, yes. Uh, he throws it down and doesn't pick it up again. Aha. Now look around his neck. Motherfucking movie magic. He borrowed, <laughs> he borrowed that dude's dad's time machine. <laughs> went back and got the canteen. Would you, would you, if you were in this circumstance, would you have wanted to see a dead kid? Probably. I really don't think I would have for some reason. I've always been a very morbid kid, but I've always had a weird kind of... I've always, we've gotten to this before. I've always been fascinated by ghosts and monsters and all that shit, but when it comes to real-life horror, I've always, I'm really, I get scared really easily. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the haunted house thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think seeing a dead person would fucking shake me. Like, I don't, you know? It wouldn't be my ideal kid activity. But like I said, I, this is not a movie about a, them going to see a dead And it's kid. not, and I learned that throughout the movie. It, re, it really is a good fucking movie. You can't get a tattoo. You really... A. How are they doing that? They would get infected. You think they just put paint on the edge of a, of a rubber razor? And that way you could draw it? I have no it idea. It would get infected, but would it scab over really well enough that it would be a tattoo? They're not it'd, even it'd putting ink on it. Yeah, it'd be a scar. They're, they're doing scarification. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they meant it to look like a tattoo? Yeah. They're scarring. They're doing like African tribal shit right now. How, how do you feel about that line? Which line? When they when they said uh, it's seven thirty, talking about Protestant, they're talking about a girl. That oh, the fuck. Jew, Jews Jews will do. Yeah. I like to actually. You want to know what, what? What do you think? I would. How, how do you think I would react to that one? I think you would laugh. You personally, I think you would laugh. But you know why I laugh, and then I like it though, because they include Jews. There aren't <laughs> many. There aren't many. You know what I mean? Whatever Jews are mentioned, I gotta get a little. Oh, all right, well, we still exist. Is that not Sean Astin? It's not, because Sean, if this was a year after Goonies, Sean Astin would have been yeah, remotely yeah, yeah, yeah. around the age of River Phoenix, you know? Look at Kiefer, scary motherfucker. He is scary, dude. <laughs> what happened to him? He grew old. He grew old and became Jack. I hate that show. What did you think of the soundtrack? What's the show, 38? You it. 24. Seven, seven, what? 24. The soundtrack? Yeah. I dug, I dug bits and pieces. Oh, I, really? I knew what they were going for, yeah. It's a 50s kind of thing, you know? This part was cute, I thought. Thought it was cute? Yeah. 
You can say cute, man. It's not loud. What do you say? A little kid fucking dancing. <laughs> you know what's cute? Were they... They weren't hearing that, though. I thought they had a radio with them for some reason. It sounds like it fades when they walk. No, I think the song was playing... This is when Gordy flips out, man. And this is when I start to really dislike his character. When he says, Bullshit. Bull true! Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he wants to be in shop. He doesn't want to hang out with those fucking losers. You know, like, I... Is he really that much of an idiot? He's just not that great of an actor. Yes. I'm sorry, Will. That's what it comes down to. And, like, that's not to say, I don't know, I've never seen Will Witten's work after this or any of his work, for that matter. So he could have became a great actor when he was older, but as a kid, the dude was just not, didn't have any presence, you know what I mean? He was just there. I know he did, he did a few of those, uh, like, VH1, I love the 80s and shit. Oh, did he? Yeah. He's doing, Star, he did Star Trek, I know that. And he's got a blog that a lot of people read, apparently, our friend, um... Brendan? Helps on it, Brendan. our friend Brendan. Uh, congratulations to Will Welsh and his wife, Beth, who are expecting... Congratulations, but where did that come from? Will wanted a shout out. Oh, okay. He mentioned right. it a while back, but no, we just found that out today. So congratulations, they're gonna name their kid Spider Man. But you just found that out today. Had you not known this before? Uh but I told him to name, to name the kid Spider Man. But he was he wrote. Uh, we were talking online. He wrote Spider Hyphen Man. I wrote No, you idiot! It's it's, <laughs> it's it's a girl's name. You know, no hyphen. Come on. <laughs> so shout out, but uh, yeah. How long after this movie did River Phoenix die? He died in 93. So about seven years. So he lived to like, what, 19? No, he was 20, 23. 23. He was dating Martha Plimpton at the time of his death. Really? You know, and that's weird with the Goonies connection. Is that Bill Plimpton's the writer? It might be. It is, I think, A, and it's the chick from Goonies. Oh, yeah. The ugly, yeah. The, the nerdy one. But she's she became like a great uh, stage actor. She always wins Tony's oh, and really? shit. Yeah. She does shows in New York and stuff, off-Broadway and stuff like that. Well, true. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, someone's at the door. Oh, uh, is this your guy? Maybe, let's see. Let him in. Oh, fuck, what time is it? I don't know. What do we check real quick? 7.30, Oh, shit, okay, I gotta run for like 10 minutes. I gotta go, I have. I, I left the oven on in my friend's apartment. So long story. No, no, no. Don't meet with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me find him. I don't know the guy. You know, you know his name. That's enough. What? What, what the fuck is it? Uh, D- D- Douglas. Fine. Oh, exactly. See, that's all you need to know. Hold on. I'll be back. Jesus. Dougie, take over. Hello. How you doing, Mister Fine? I hope I'm not late. <laughs> uh, well, we, we've already started. Bit, bit of traffic on the way over. Hello, I'm. I'm Douglas Fine. Pleasure doing, to Fine? meet you. Pleasure to meet you, Jerome. No, Jesse. Yes? No, Jesse is my name. Like a girl? No, not Jessica, Jesse. Oh, all right, whatever. What are we watching? Have a seat. We're watching Stand By Me, sir. Wonderful film directed by, of course, um, Sam Peckinpah in 1932, starring uh, Abe Vigoda and the Wait. second girl that played Becky on Roseanne. I believe her name is Sarah Chuck. Wait, what movie are you Here they are. They're, now they're on the bridge on the River Kwai, yes. No, that's a that's a different movie. Fit, uh, uh, Werner Herzog film built this film, I believe. Werner, sir. I'm sorry. Not Werner. I'm I, I I know the man personally, so I feel comfortable calling him Werner. Um, what are we talking about? Look at look at these these chaps assembled here. We've got uh, who do we've got? We've got Marky Marky Van Peebles. <laughs> Don't you tickle me while I'm trying to do this? As I do for a living, Marky Mark Van Peebles on the left. In the middle, we have 
Stefano Kell, uh, Troy Aikman. Wait, there's two people in the middle. Troy Aikman. No, here's Stefano Kell. Troy Aikman to the right. Uh, young Troy Aikman in the striped shirt. The that, red kid? Yes. Funny story about that shirt. The shirt? Yes. It actually belonged to the director, um, Sam Peckinpah. But it was way too large for a child. So what they did was they shrunk it. And a lot of detergent right before this scene went on. Why didn't they just buy him his own? Um, do you see, uh, did you, did you notice, um, a young gentleman over there, Stefan Arkell has an earring? No, I think his ear is just fucked up. Interesting story about that earring. The, uh, it, I don't think it's an earring, Douglas. And that's what's interesting about it. It's not actually an earring toll. The boy, the boy was scarred horribly in an accident as a child. And I think, um, I just want to commend the producers of this film for casting a disfigured actor. Like, I I like young Stefan Arkell. Because, you know, it's hard to get work with an ear like that. It just so happened that it worked for the character, I think. I, I don't think his ear is actually like that. I think that's makeup for the film. Why would they do that for a sex bomb like Stefan Arkell? They're, they're cutting out a whole audience, all the young ladies who love him. Well, they thought he could win an Oscar if he played a deformed person. But he's deformed in real life, so he just has to play himself. Therefore, a biopic of Stefan Arkell would be Oscar Gold. Get me Harry Weinstein on the line. I want to make a video film. Um, <laughs> there goes Troy Aikman practicing for the NFL already. He lost his comb. He lost his comb. But, oh, whenever that happened. That's why I always carry a spare. Oh, they have another one. No, I always carry a spare. Oh, uh, because of this film. Hold on, let me give it to the gent. Oh. It's, it's on. What, what are you doing? You met, dude, that's Matt's television. Don't bang on it. How, how come I can't pass my comb throughout the screen? It's a, it's a screen. The movie was made... Oh, that's right. We don't live in the future yet. I always get confused sometimes. Are you from the future, Mr. No. But that... Um, the, um, the young gentleman with the glasses... Um, what, uh, Stefan Urkel? No, 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 no. That's not his name at all. Uh, Lawrence Alabia. <laughs> his father... His father... Is in a loony bin. Up in Tukis. <laughs> He's saying as if he's as if he's trying to scream. Look out! There's a giant airplane coming. An airplane on wheels. Crawl, Troy Aikman. And, f- <laughs> and this is when I get upset with the film. Is when the fat child gives up right here. And this is, is this, this is me speaking for real. He's going to die, and you should let him. You should let him. You would just let your friend die, Mister Fun. You should let him. Um. Uh. Um. Uh. Xenomorph. Xenomorph Jones is the young man in the striped shirt. They got that, uh, there's a few striped and the, the one in the back, not Troy Aikman. Okay. <laughs> now a train is coming and it's got black smoke because it's an evil train. Would you have jumped? As opposed to getting killed. <laughs> no, I would have turned around like a cat and scaled up the front of the moving airplane on wheels, ran to the back, scurried off like a squirrel, and said, Troy Aikman, Stefan, I'm all right, boys. Let's go find this body of ours and have an adventure at it while we're at it, you know? Mr. Fine, can I ask you a question? Yes, please. Have you ever seen this film before? I've seen every film before. Every film? Except for Breaking 2. It was sold out when I tried to go to the theater, and I am not cool with repeat viewings, you know? I was, like they had, I was like, they had me once. I love Raj. I, I, you know, I'm there for more. I want to see. I heard they're teaching now. I just gave something away from Breaking 3. They're making a Breaking 3? Yes, where they're teachers in an inner-city school. Really? And they teach children how to break in 3. Boogaloo. 
And here they are around a fire. Um, that no, fire around a fire. The interesting story about that fire is that fire was actually not a SAG actor at the time of the start of the day. So what they had to do was they flew the fire across town to work on a commercial really? for J.C. Penny, where it modeled the new summer wear. Drove it all the way back to the set. Brought it on set only to realize the fire could only speak in a Russian accent. But it doesn't have any lines. Exactly. And that's when they realized that the accent didn't matter at all. The well, fire was perfect casting. The accent. No, 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 no. Never had lines. No, the fire doesn't talk. It's ridiculous, Jerome. Jesse. Yes. Is my name. Jesse. Yes. No, it's my name. Oh, okay. Look, I think I'll enjoy a cigarette with, uh, Mr. Uh, Emmett Smith over here, and uh, I thought his name was Troy Aikman. Nah, I never heard, never heard of that. Before. Wrong cowboy. I've never heard of that. Oh, cowboy. Yeah. See, that's a, that's a genre I really know about is is westerns. Paint yeah. your wagon blue, buddy, won't you? Everyone knows that one, starring Clint Eastwood and a very young Christopher Walken. Really. And. uh... What's uh, another one of my favorites would be uh, The Way the West Was Won. You mean How the West Was starring Won? Starring Maurice Chevalier and uh, Joan Crawford. Really? Directed by... I don't even know who directed it. <laughs> it was directed by no one. They just stuck a camera out there and they were like, action, and just let the entire movie go on. So who you have action? Um, Sam, Joan Crawford. But she only like this, action! Because she was doing an accent in that film. Uh, 180, here's another thing I've noticed about the film. And I have seen it many a time, okay. because I'm a p- close personal fan of Mr. Stephen Crichton, who wrote the, who wrote the novel uh, it's based on. No, I think that was Stephen King. Sorry. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. I get confused. I have so many friends. Okay. Uh, yes, in the novel it's based on, uh, the, the character in the next segment is, is a larger gentleman, and he's described as, as extremely overweight, right? All right. But 180 pounds? What is 180? It? I know. I've, I've bedded women weigh double that, and I've enjoyed it. I mean, I wouldn't call them lot ass. But what if he's like 4'11"? What? Short. What if he's a short? I man? thought he meant years old. I was like, he'd be the oldest person in the universe, but that certainly wouldn't account for his weight. Uh... And this is the part of the movie that's uncharacteristic to me. You know, where is this? What, what movie are we watching now? We're watching Mad TV. Or, or, or Saturday Night's On, you know? It's well, all on Saturday Night. We're watching that. Well, I agree that the story stops. But, but even the look. Even the look of the segment looks very comedy sketch. It looks like a comedy sketch. It's because it's in it the looks kid, like a sketch. It's in the kids' heads. Uh, um, now, now, did they drop acid when I wasn't looking or something? No, he's telling the story, and this is what they're imagining. This is ridiculous. What is that? What is what? This thing sitting in front of me. That is a... Uh, it's a pencil. It's a very large pencil. And, and... No, no, no. Not the pencil. The thing next to it. This thing. This thingamajig. What is it? It's a... Uh, Answer me before the fat boy leaves our screen so I might have um, uh, satisfaction with knowing what I wish to know. It's a uh, herbal cigarettes. Herbal cigarettes, you yes, say. without the paper. Well, good because cigarettes are evil, as according to Mister Beethead Rob Reiner. No meathead. I don't like meat. I love beets though, like a nice borscht. He beethead Mister Bob Reiner makes the best borscht in the world. It was his grandmother's recipe. Wait, I thought you didn't like him. Sorry, I don't like the man, but I'm, that doesn't mean I'm gonna not like his borscht. It's wonderful. 
I mean, Hitler was an asshole, but he made fabulous canapes. And cheese croquets. And he served them at dinner parties, which I was invited to, but declined because I was not into that sort of thing. Yes, don't ask me how old I am. I know I look younger than I appear. Just checking. All right. You know, a, a gentleman never tells. You know? There's uh, Bruce Campbell in a yellow shirt on the end there. I, I, I don't think that's Bruce Campbell, but uh, nice try. No, not, not the Bruce Campbell from... Um, People Dead? No, the Bruce Campbell from Army of Darkness. Same guy. I'm sorry? The same guy. No, I'm sorry. I just spat on your leg. Oh. Accidentally. Sorry. Right. I have very poor saliva control. Saliva? Saliva. Of the saliva gland. Saliva. Saliva. All right, so, um... Look at them munching away. Do you think that's real pie? I do. Why would it... Do you think it was delicious? I don't know. Do you think the actors were like, um, can we do a retake on that? Because, and then secretly, they're like, because the pie is so delicious, and I don't want to continue working, I just want to eat pie all day and get paid for it, because that would be quite devious, wouldn't it? I, I don't I don't think that's what happened, but, uh, I mean, you're... Oh, look, it's Ricky Lake. You seem to know everything else, so, uh, I mean, wouldn't you know? It's a young, it's a young Danny McBride there in the blue suspender overall combo. You know, when this film was made, 1962, uh, there had not been color in an American film in many years. There was color in the 30s. They stopped for a little bit. Everyone got bored. Okay. They were like, bring back black and white. And there was a whole, there was a series of poster campaigns, actually. That said bring back black and white? No, it said bring black, black, and white. And everyone got confused. And it was a horrible, horrible failure. Was the poster in color? Yes, and that was the problem. And the, the, the worst part was the letters were the same color as the background, so you couldn't even read the thing. So how so did you know what it said? The campaign accomplished nothing, because I worked on the end board. Regardless. So were you, were, you were the fucking genius that came up Regardless, with the but look at the color palette in this film. The gentlemen with the antlers have yellow shirts on, shirts of, of golden popcorn shades, and this young gentleman here with, with his blue, sunflower blue uh, thing, he looks like the, the stay-puffed marshmallow man from Back to the Future, if you ask me, but... Sunflowers aren't blue. Cornflower blue. <laughs> I, I... Like from that movie, Fight fight Group? Fight Club? Yes. Directed by David Strickland. Yeah. Rod Strickland's brother. Okay. And he's related to Rod Carew. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what's he gonna do? He's gonna blow up! Like in Monty Python... Like in uh, Mr. C- the Mr. Creerso sketch in Monty Python, which I helped write. Right in his mouth. Look, the berries pop out of the man's mouth. Uh-oh, uh-oh, oh no. What's going to happen now? What? Oh no. Oh no, don't. Oh no, I, oh, I don't think I can watch this. I don't remember this part in well, this. I, I think Matt's going to be back. I don't remember a vomit part in Lean on Me. Bring back Mr. Clark. What's going on here? You know what? I'm outraged. I'm going back to my room. For deer hoofs and cocaine. Bye-bye. Sorry, Mr. Fine. Uh, See you later. It's fine. Oh, sorry, Mr. Fine. Uh, Yeah, I apologize for that. Um, Fine listeners, we uh, slightly interrupted. I I wish we could uh, start over, but being more than halfway through the flick. uh, I think we'll continue. Um, Matt should be back any moment. Uh, as... No, he won't. 
All right, so um, stand by me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, folks. I was gonna do that for a while, but 30 seconds was killing me. I don't know how it was for you. Um, what did you say to my fucking buddy over there? Because I just saw him running out in tears. Uh, there was tears and blood running out of his ears, and I don't know what that second part was about. Well, actually, I mean, he barely let me get a word in edgewise. So well, because well, he could, you, you, dude, you have an expert on a fucking movie. You let him talk. I mean, was it was was it insightful? No, although he does know Lawrence Olivia. Lawrence of Arabia. I think he said Lawrence Olivia. I think he meant Lawrence Olivier. What was Lawrence Olivier have to do with Stand by Me? I don't know. Apparently, Troy Aikman and Stefan Arkell are in the flick. What? Dude, you didn't let him... Um, no, he did not partake. Because you, you know he's got diabetes. He didn't eat anything. What? He didn't eat anything. He didn't have any insulin. How was I supposed to fuck There's him? a carrot cake. Wait a minute. You didn't give him the carrot cake in the fridge? Uh, what the fuck was that? I don't know. He's gonna die now! Oh, well, let's get back to the movie. Yeah, all right. Um, the fire's been going for a long time, and they're not feeding it at all with anything. Okay. Yes. Goofy's a dog. Yes, of course. Goofy's a dog. But this brings up an amazing point in my life. And I'm a huge Disney buff. I've grown up on that shit. And I, literally last night, my mind almost shattered. Because of this? Yes. Explain. Goofy is 100% a dog. Yes. Pluto is 100% a dog. Yes. Is Pluto a dog who pretends that he can't talk and walks on all fours? Or is he like a retard? Because if all animals in that world are anthropomorphic and they can walk and talk, Mickey's a mouse, Donald's a duck, Goofy's a fucking dog, uh, you know what I mean? And so on and so on. Chippendale are, are, are um, chipmunks. Maybe he's a baby dog. He's not a baby, though. That's the thing. Why is, is Pluto mute and Mickey forces him to walk on all fours all the time? Is there something sadistic going on there? Is Pluto, is Pluto dumb? Because they're worried about Goofy. I'm worried about Pluto. <laughs> Because Pluto's the one animal that can't talk in that fucking thing. I what do you what do you think I of that? Thing? Don't know. I I think Mickey is a psychopath, that. and he cut out Pluto's tongue years back. No, he's got. And then he hobbled him. His tongue is all over the place. He took out his it's tongue a fake tongue. It's rubber. He, Mickey stapled it to the inside of his mouth. Mickey's a psycho. Steamboat Willie. <laughs> you don't even want to know what happened to that dude from that movie. Uh oh, someone's got a gun. And now the movie gets interesting, motherfuckers. Because it's a gun? <laughs> Dude, maybe there's dinosaur coming. No. Oh, right. oh yeah, I saw this movie already. Yes, you know, every movie I see, I hold out. There's the smallest bit of hope that hopes, like, smallest bit of me that holds out, like, maybe, 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 at some point in this film, a dinosaur will hold the gun. No. It hasn't happened. I think I just might have to do it myself. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think I will. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. And that, <laughs> I like this movie. I enjoy this movie a lot. We've been having fun so far, and all that razzmatazz. It hits a point in the middle now where it kind of drags. Though, do you agree? Uh, well, because nothing else really happens. Well, I kind of like this part. Because I do. I like this part too. Because Teddy's, Teddy's a fucking great character. He's batshit crazy. I think. I think this is my favorite delivery of the movie. Is, is when he but now it's all just character stuff. Nothing else. Nothing else external happens to them from this point on. So much happened to them. The in the, leeches. Besides the leeches, and the and the main thing at the end. You know what I mean? As far as set pieces, the movie's sort of over almost. Well, it's wrapping up. You still got a little bit left. Or we're, we're now officially 
after this scene, I would say, as soon as they cut away from Teddy, we would enter the third act. Would you agree? Mm, or are we already in it? No, we're definitely not already in it. I don't think the third act is until after the leeches. When he says, um, when he yells, stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm. I would say that'd be the third act. See, I, th- I think things start to start to pick up for a little bit of momentum after this, leading them towards, you know what I mean? Not necessarily momentum towards action, but momentum towards where the movie's going, I think. I don't know. It's still kind of dragging right here. This is, this would be the toughest part to write as a writer, I feel like. You know, the middle part. Hey. Because it's the body of it. You gotta, you know? Well, this is character development. Yeah. But the characters are pretty developed to begin with. That's why I think it gets a tiny tad bit boring almost. Yeah, but see, without this scene, I don't think the ending would be as powerful. The very ending? When he explains what happened to Chris. Okay, I don't think it's that powerful. I really don't. The first time we talked about this movie, you meant, you, you'd mentioned the ending as if it was like some crazy spoiler twist ending I, I shouldn't know. And then you told me, I really still don't think it has any bearings on what this story is about. Because it's not about Richard, it's not about Gordy, it's about the four of them. So forget about Richard Diapers before and after. It's about what happened back then. It's this one story. It's this one journey. But it's about Gordy. He's the one telling the fucking story. See, I think it's about, I think it's literally, I wish they took that out and it was just, the movie started in 1959 or whenever it takes place and ended when it ended. You know what I mean? I don't see why you have to put those cappers on it to make it more emotionally resonant. Like, that's bullshit. It's good enough as kids. Like, you know, you know what I mean? But this, this is his, like, this is his strongest memory. This is what he wants to remember because they're not, they're, they're no longer friends after this. Not really. He says they become just more faces in the hallway at school. Because they shared a fucking crazy intense yeah. thing. Yeah. And him and Chris were the tightest. Squint's married, Nadine Puddle, you know? They got married. Heard they had 11 and a half kids. Why are we talking about that? I don't know. It just reminds me of it. <laughs> But my favorite one is the, uh, I forget the kid's name, the uh, black kid. I mean, how racist does that sound? <laughs> but when he's like, uh, you know, everybody's name's on the black kid. When he goes, he goes, um, Wait, who played the dad? He, he bought the local hardware store. Dennis Leary played the Yeah, dad, he yeah. goes, he bought the local hardware store or something. I always wave to him when I'm in town. <laughs> like that line. And me, I'm a sports writer. Ba 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 da ba da ba da. You ever see the sequels? No. Not very good. <laughs> They did one like last year with Benny is an adult and his kid. He's the coach. He's like a forty year old fat Puerto Rican dude. So it's like a bad news bears. Yeah, it was the same guy. Speaking of bad news bears, because we'll take a break for a minute because they're getting into some heavy drama here. Why didn't Lupus come with them? What in breaking training? What breaking training? The second bad news bears movie. I never saw the second. Okay, remember Lupus? Yeah. The little kid, the, the fucking. Was he in the movie at all? What? Was he in the second He's, one? Yes, for one scene. He's like, I'm sick. I can't go, guys. Have fun. <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to be in the flick. So I, they did the Charlton Heston thing. I guess. Oh man, that first movie was great. The second movie, not so fucking much. The third, not at all. What about the remake by your boy Linklater? Uh, it was good. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. I don't know what he was thinking. Really, really not good at all. I'm not. I'm not. I think. Bad Santa was enough for me with Billy Bob as that character. I think five movies later, it's getting a little tired. He does it in every fucking movie. Since Bad Santa, it's been the same character yeah. in five movies. It worked in Bad Santa. Well, yeah. I love that movie. I love Bad Santa. Yeah. Every other movie tried it and not so much. Mr. Hancock, whatever the other fucking things are called. Mr. Hancock? Yeah, exactly. That's Will Smith, sir. No. There's a movie called Mr. Han- Mr. Woodcock. 
Oh, yeah, with Napoleon Dynamite. No. That was something completely different. Mr. Woodcock's with Stifler, see? Uh, he pumps out so many you don't even <laughs> fucking know. What the fuck Will Ferrell does? Yeah, Will Ferrell's actually funny. What are you talking about? Every time Will Ferrell comes out with a movie, it's a big event. They always make a big lot amount of money. I have no every Will Ferrell movie in order for the last five years. But it's always the fucking idiot playing sports. No, not necessarily. You got a soccer one? You got a tennis one? You got a basketball What tennis one? What basketball one? Semi-pro. This is, what tennis one? Was there not a tennis one? No. Are you sure? Positive. Semi-pro, Blades of, Ice Glo- Blades of Glory, and the soccer thing. Is that it? Yeah. Big. <laughs> and then what? He did Step Brothers, and now he's doing Land of the Lost. That's kind of fucking different. I'm still not interested. Well, good. Because I'm still not interested in what's going on right now. Uh, shame that River Phoenix kid died. Because he was good. Yeah. You really gotta see Idaho, man. It was a talented family until like a couple months ago. For those who are listening to those years in the future, uh, <laughs> we're currently living in the time period where Joaquin Phoenix has given up acting and he's a, he looks like a Hasidic Jew, but he's a rapper. Do you think that's for real? No. I mean, they gotta be making a mockumentary or something, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Or even a documentary, but like, I just don't think a documentary of him like knowingly trying to play this character. I just don't think it's real. Or he's trying to play a character, and it's a weird acting exercise. But like, I just don't. I generally because I mean, I don't think somebody's personality could change that quick. Well, I've heard him rap. It's just not. There's no way in the world that he could think it's good. It's not good at all. It's a, it's a joke, man. It's a joke. It's him talking. You know what I mean? That's stupid. Oh, I'm kind of tired. Can we, can I call my boy back? No. I'll take a nap. Why? Please don't. You wouldn't rather have a fucking film historian than my jackass talking about Not this movie? Him. Anyone but him? Anyone but him. What about, uh, what about, um, Gene Shalit? Sure. Here I am, boys and girls, watching Stand By Me with Jesse Rivers. Is that a good Gene Shalit? No. Hey, everyone, it's me, Gene Shalit, here. Does he have a lisp like that? Yes, I think he does. <laughs> And he talks like this. There's a deer. Your boy, uh, your boy Douglas sounded like an energetic Alan Moore. Was he British? He, he, he sounded a little British. I can never peg where he's from. I've known him for so long, too. He's just from, like, there. You know, he's from all over. I always ask him, where are you from? He's like, all over. I'm a citizen of the world. And then he's like, you want a roofie? And I'm like, no, I don't want a roofie. Does he live in New York? What? Yeah. Hey, I, I mean, I assume so. I think he's got places all over, though. I, a weird amount of money I never knew where it comes there's a nice shot how do they get the heat look at the heat uh oh uh oh that it hurts how do they get the heat going I don't know <laughs> what hurts <laughs> nothing at all heat on your face hurts look at them they're still walking this was like the Lord of the Rings before Lord of the Rings now do you want me to show you something what that is a long lens not, not this here where it's going up but why because you can see the two boys in front no, I'm thinking before this with with the heat thing oh. you were talking about. That's a long lens. With it, like, like say it's probably like a hundred millimeter lens because it looks like they're walking and they should get there faster than it's actually taking them to get there. You get what I'm saying? No, like <laughs> the first perspective thing, but explain it. Like the depth is farther than it looks. Like right now, is it normal? Uh, What's normal? What's real? What's true to life? Yeah. That's fifty-five. True to life depth. Yeah, what? I'm not sure. 
Like if you wanted to express in scale that that tree was forty feet behind them, what le- if it really was forty feet behind them? What lens? Probably a thirty-five. Okay, that's not it. But if you wanted to make it look like it was a thousand feet behind them when it was really forty feet behind them, you'd use a hundred. That what you're saying? Yes. So I got you. Got to break it down into simple concepts. <laughs> you have two bananas. This is shit you need One banana is far away, and another banana. I'm joking. I hope so. Yeah, I wasn't All right. a banana analogy. These are cool dudes. None of them have jobs. They just chill. None of them have girlfriends. Which is also something I noticed about this movie. There are no girls in it. Not one. Except for the mom. The, the waitress that comes running out. She have a line? Yeah. Who's letting off cherry bombs out Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ow. That bitch didn't know the difference. Oh. You got to call her a bitch? I don't know that she's a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm using, I'm using the parlance of our times. I get all excited. How That lady didn't know the difference between a cherry bomb and a fucking gunshot. It's 8 o'clock. It's just a loud noise, man. It's 8 o'clock wherever you are, folks. They do go fishing. Well, I don't think they're going fishing, but they have rod and reel. Where are they going? They're going to get the body. With a fishing rod? Just... Jesus Christ. What did they do with a fishing rod? Did you not watch the fucking shit? Stop watching right now. <laughs> We're going to go back into that. Who's this guy? The re- the no, t- I'm, kidding, dude. I'm kidding. Okay. Jesus. I'm trying to make it for like the people who don't know what's going on. who have never seen this movie before. But they I, sh- I hope there's someone. I hope that there's someone listening who's not watching the movie and has never seen it, and that's like the weirdest thing in the world. That doesn't them. make. Why would someone do that? Like, oh, look what that guy's doing right now. That's so funny. Just to fuck with the people who don't, aren't watching it. All you right. Don't, you don't think that's funny? I would do that. No. If I would literally, I would always do that all day long. I should start ripping commentaries. Why well, would listen to commentaries on my iPod? Because it doesn't usually coincide with exactly what's on screen. No, we usually don't coincide with what's happening on screen. No, look, he hates his haircut. Or shortcut. Never mind. <laughs> See, that's dick. Why the kid really got him? That's like I called shotgun the other day. And the person, I, and then someone else, tried, <laughs> someone else tried to jump in front of me. Someone else tried to jump in front of me. I got to push him out of the way. Because it's like I called a shotgun. Just like he got him on two for flinching. He should have got hit. Yeah, he should have. Well, he's a dick. That's not, the, 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 he's not respecting his own fucking rules. For his dumb flinching game, two for flinching game. Let's just pick on the guy, man. That's not cool. I hope he grows up to go get a gun or something. He should borrow other dude's gun and shoot Gordy. Why would you want to shoot Gordy? I don't know because I just don't like his performance. You mean Teddy? No, I'm kidding. I meant Gordy. I meant Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So you didn't have like little creeks and swamps and shit like this in New York? <laughs> <laughs> no. All I used to go in the woods a lot, but we didn't have like water. It was just woods, deep, deep forest. I used to go swimming in the fucking swamp. No, we didn't have that. Man. I would never. Nah, you get, you get AIDS in this one. Why, why do you get AIDS everywhere? Because it's because uh, Ronald Reagan. Ronald <laughs> Reagan invented it to kill us all. All the brothers, man. All us funk soul brothers. And I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about the brothers of the world, if you know what I mean. Like the soul brothers. He just wanted to kill all the smooth people. Yeah, man. He wanted to kill all the hip cats. Because he wasn't hip. Exactly. He was jealous. So he's like, I'm going to make this AIDS thing. Make AIDS and Reaganomics. What's Reaganomics? Whatever. He you don't even know what it is. <laughs> You've just heard black stand-ups mention it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know from Eddie Murphy. Reaganomics sucks, motherfucker. Suck my dick. <laughs> I'm not old enough to remember Reaganomics. I know. I was like four. You were very young. I like, I, it's, um, 
the names, even though it takes place in Oregon, the names are very main. You know what I mean? It's all the kind of last names that take place in Stephen King books, all the French last names, and you know what I mean? Chambers. Duchamp and fucking... What's Vern's last name? Terrio? Terrio Vern's last name? Terrio, yeah. Vern Terrio? It's a weird last name. No one's... Whoa. Got a giant, like, boil or something on him. It's a leech. And Screech? <laughs> Otherwise known as Dustin Diamond. You think that's his real last name? Dustin Diamond? Yeah. yeah Diamond's a Jewish name. I know there were 10 diamonds in my high school. Diamond's a Jewish name, really? Yeah, 100%. You know that? He's a rich bitch. Hey, <laughs> Diamond's a Jewish name. I've no been. Jews in this film. Oh, excuse Dreyfus. me. What am I talking about? And Feldman. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Film's got tons of Jews and Rob Reiner. Fucking Native Americans. And Rob Reiner. What about, uh, there was a dude in the diner. He missed it. He was in the bathroom, though. Well, he wasn't fucking in it. Yeah, but he was off screen. He was an off screen extra. He was a background, background? He was a background, background performer. So I don't know if you know this, Jesse, but you've heard of background performers, right? Yeah. Like, let's say it's a crowd shot or uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Okay. To film. Yes, I understand. And during the reunion scene, uh, you had your main actors in the front and behind them, there were background performers uh, filling out the reunion, right? Yeah. Now, in front of the actors, there were background, background performers, off camera, in front of the camera, excuse me, behind the camera, acting in, in character. Why would they do that? Just to flesh out the universe a little bit. Because, like, as an actor, you know how weird and distracting it is to, like, turn around and see, like, a director and a camera and lights and stuff? You have to make the actors think that they're really living there. That they can't see a camera at... I've worked with actors before. Isn't it their job to act? Yes, yeah, so but you got to coddle them. They're actors. You have to hide the camera. So you either use a bush, some foliage. Um, you paint the camera like you paint the camera like the same color as the wall behind it. The whole goal is to make the the actors feel natural in their environment. It looks like from this perspective that all three of them were about to blow him. <laughs> if you were looking out of context, like I just was. So now I think we're getting into the third act. Boom. Welcome to the third act, motherfucker. Well, let's just watch it, you know. Be Not quiet say anything. Watch it. All right. Let's see how long I can keep this up for. Ready? <laughs> I tried to breathe through my nose. You saw that? I was testing it out to see how it would work. All right, one more try. You talk while I do it. What am I talking about? Stand by me. All right. Uh, so as we enter third act and everything begins to uh, wrap itself up, Gordy becomes a little more ballsy. Comes the leader of the group. I'm gonna faint. I wasn't smoking. I was just making a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time. Gordy, what were you saying? He became hard. Hard, hard ass. Nah, you really think so? No. But he got mad. He got mad. Big deal. He had a fucking other hissy fit. That's what Gordy does. What is your problem with Gordy? I don't know. I really don't know. I think it just bugged me out so much because I pride myself in knowing so much about movies that, that I literally didn't know that I thought there were only three characters in this movie. After like 20 years of life, finding out that Will Wheaton existed, I think like just bummed me out that I didn't know about it. You, uh, you ever played chicken? Like, It'd be like, like watching Star Wars or something. be like, yeah, I like Han Solo. You're like, Who? Like there was a dude who you can entirely forget the character of Hans. Well, I don't think that fits. Do I like playing chicken? Have you ever played chicken? No, never. But driving for a year. I've never played chicken in the car. I just played on a bicycle. 
They're not even playing chicken, though. No, but, I mean, he... Oh, now this dude's playing chicken, yeah. yeah. He's forcing him to play chicken. Turned into, like, Indiana Jones. The best Indiana Jones. Uh, Fourth one. Yeah, the best one. Kingdom. Kingdom of... Kingdom of Heaven. Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of Heaven. Directed by Ridley Van Sand. You know, he taught me everything I knew, Mr. Uh, Ridley Van Sant? No. Uh, our boy. Oh, Douglas. Douglas. Taught me everything I knew about movies. Gave me my taste in film. Uh, he was the one who showed me Death This Moochie for the first time, actually. Good teacher. Mm-hmm. Good teacher. Knows his shit. All right, boys, let's find this body. Because, uh... Man, the wind is really violent. Yeah, it is. You think that's real? It's got to be, right? Yeah. There's no way you uh, can, no way you can worry that much about it. Well, it looks cool. Why would they worry about it? Because it looks fantastic, especially when emotionally, an emotionally resonant scene like this. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. See what you learned? Everything. It's different this time because you're watching it with me. The Jew, the Rob Reiner, you know, for Jews, you give little little secrets in uh, the film you pick up on. Like wind. Yeah. And like, for one scene, Teddy had a Yamakon for like half a second. So now that they actually found him, you think that... Well, Shit, man. I don't know what I would fucking do. It gets real, real quick. You know you, what I you, mean? You remember the dead kid in Boys in the Hood? It gets real, real quick. That no. one fucked me up. Did it? Yeah. More so than this. Because the kid looks silly. In this. You know what I mean? What do you mean, looks silly? You got it. He's fucking decomposing. I know. You think they did a good job? Eh. Let me see. I mean, do you really see his face? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. It, it looks like he's all right. Like, what did he die from? He got hit by a fucking train. And knocked all the way over there? Yeah. His eyes are all milky and shit. That would freak me out as a kid, dude. I don't know if I think they're that. all pretty much freaked out. I think they regret going now, right? I don't know if they regret going. I think they regret their reasoning. For getting it on TV? Yeah. That always confused me a little bit, too, because, like... Uh, I can understand Vern and Gordy, but like, what do kids like Chris or uh, or Duchamp care about getting on TV? You know what I mean? I guess all little kids. Well, I think Duchamp would want to get on TV. Maybe not Chris. Chris probably just want to get out the fucking house for a night. No, yeah, so his dad don't get yeah. the shit out of him. We See, I watched the movie. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Uh, could you build a stretcher at 12 years old? I can't build a stretcher now. <laughs> Okay, I won't be able to build a stretcher at 70 if I make it to that, sir. Who the fuck is to build a stretcher? That, that's always bothered me. I could that's build the thing that bothers stretcher. you? Could you now? Probably not. not that's what I'm saying. Branches. You think the two of us could build a stretcher together? No. No, no what way. What are you going to tie together with? A shirt. But it would break. That's what I'm saying. What are you going to support the dude on? And he's all dead, so he's probably heavy. Well, I think it's the same fucking weight. Minus 21 grams. But, uh... What is that? Is that how much shit you get? Well, that's what they said when the 21 Grams movie came out. Was the reason they called it 21 Grams is because legend has it that the moment you die, you lose 21 grams. Oh, that was supposed to be your soul? That's or is that, how much, is that how much bowels you evacuate? I don't know. Because oh. you would shit. Well, it depends on how you die. Like that, oh, always. Really? Yeah, always. You evacuate your bowels and your bladder. 100%. Every dead person. No. Yes, 100%. Every single person who dies after like a few hours, like 
shits themselves. After they're dead? Yeah, shits themselves. Their bodies evacuate. They make a, they make a giant farting noise and their bodies go, and it shits out all the liquid and fluids, yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah, totally, because it's rigor mortis. There's too much pressure inside the body. It pushes it all out. The air collects, you know what I mean? You learn something new every day, I sir. learn something new. Watch South Park, you motherfucker. I learn shit. There was no sort of South Park about that. Didn't say. We'll look it up on Wikipedia. They're gonna make out right now. Look, he, he wants it. We can see. <laughs> he wants it so bad, Gordy LeChamp. Did the song was the song famous before the movie? Yes, very much so. In the fifties, right? Yeah. Did it? But did it become repopular again? Yeah, I think they made a video for it. Uh, for the thing. For What's the name of the artist? Ben. Uh, ben E. King. Ben E. King. Not Benny. It's Ben E. e. King. King. Yes. Like Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson. When I was a kid, I thought his name was Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Like Samuel Jackson. That his name was Samuel Jackson. But it is Sam Jackson. Sam L. Jackson. M. L. Jackson. That guy, yes. That's his brother. Okay. Max L. Jackson. What does the L stand for? Oh, uh, Lazarus. Why wasn't he in this? Sam Jackson? Yeah. He would have been a fabulous Gordy. I think this was his drug phase. Was he into drugs, Sam Jackson? Yes. You been serious? Yes. He was like a drug user? Yes. Like a crackhead? That's why he was so good in Jungle Fever. Sam and Jackson was into drugs? Yes. How many times you want the motherfucker say it? I think his first big movie was Delirious. Delirious? Was John Candy Delirious? No, it was fucking Eddie Murphy. Or Raw, excuse Raw. me. Raw. Yeah, was that, I think that was the first time he was in a movie. What was that? It was IMDb. What year did Coming to America come out? <laughs> After that. I don't know. I think they'd done trading. No, no. Raw? He hadn't done a movie before Raw. You had your movie. Beverly Hills Cop was only one. 48 hours. Beverly Hills Cop 48 hours. There was three. And then it came Boomerang, all the rest of them. Boomerang was like 92. That's what I'm saying. Metro. Boomerang was his last <laughs> good one. Met- you didn't like Metro? Fuck no. Beverly uh, Hills Cop 3, motherfucker. It was no good. Yeah, I hate you. Wally World. It's the best one. We'll do a commentary for Beverly Hills Cop 3 next. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a Hector Elizondo all night long. Impression. I can do an impression. Hey, he does a car commercial now. I just heard him the other night. You heard him? Was he on the radio? Hector Elizondo, no, on the TV. He was doing, it was a car commercial, but I recognize the voice. Like, that should be a badass shot, but it's Gordy here. Like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> you shoot me, you little pussy. I think Chris did it in the book. Yes. Had the gun? Yes. Yeah. Well, they had to do something with Gordy's fucking character in this movie. Otherwise, he just sat there the whole movie. He cries. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Did this launch any careers? Did it launch Kiefer's career? I don't know if it launched it. What, did it win it any? Or did it get nominated for any awards? I don't think so. Did it do box office well? I think so at the time, yes. What is it about this movie that resonates so much after watching nearly the entire thing, sir? What, why, why does Stand By Me stand up for, for people like us? In your opinion. Well, I don't know about other people, but for me, I mean, it's fucking... It, like, I didn't, re- I didn't have real close friends at that age. Probably not until I got about 15. But... 
kind of wish I had. Like, I mean, this is it's going on. I mean, for kids, it's an adventure. I mean, it's it's fucking. I mean, they kind of grow. See, I. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, go ahead. In my opinion, I think I would. I, I don't think I would have enjoyed this film as a child. I don't. I, I just do you don't, enjoy it now? Yes, I do. That's the difference. I I don't see this as a film for kids. It's used for the film for a film. It's for it's a film for everyone, right? So, but I, for me, I think it, it resonates more with people who, who were kids. Like you were just saying, you wish you had friends like this. But at fifteen, you didn't have that perspective. So it was a different film back when you were young. Yeah, but I still liked it. Understood, but to me, which version do you like better? You know what I mean? There's another version. No, which version in your in your mind? Do you like the version when you were 15 and it was an adventure movie? Do you like the version now where it's like kind of longing for this friendship? No, I, I think I like it better now because I've seen more. That's yeah. what I mean. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I liked it. would have liked it as a kid. There's certain movies you know you would have... Oh Boy 2 would have been my favorite movie of all time if it came out <laughs> when I was like eight. You know what I mean? Which I don't know if that's a compliment. Well, yeah. A great compliment. It's a fun like. movie, yeah. This movie, no, I just feel like it would have been above me. I would have been bored by it. There were, there were no cartoon characters. I just watch shit all the time. They're on beta. I didn't have beta. Yeah. <laughs> I asked my parents that question. They were like, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> and, yeah. We didn't have many. We had Batman. Uh, E.T. Was it after VCR? It had to have been. What, beta? Yeah. No, before. Concurrent had to have been, right? How much before? If Batman oh, came out on it, because we had a VCR in 1990. No, 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 no. I didn't buy Batman on it. I recorded Batman on it. It's a dub tapes. Batman? What Batman? Tim Burton. How did you record it? What year did you record it? Probably 89. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, we dubbed it. I understand. From a VCR tape that we rented. A video dub. Yeah. Video. Digital video dub. Yeah. That's a DVD. Okay. Is it? I think it's digital video disc. And uh, I was kidding. As they walk into the sunset... It didn't take them nearly as long to get back. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, we just took a bus back. We forgot about it on the way there. There's that bus that runs to the dead kid. Wouldn't that be great if the bus said dead kid in the window, too? It was a train. In that little slot where it said... Uh, like Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. If it yeah. said dead, Ray Brower's body. Well, boys. So you don't think this is a powerful ending? Let's see, even junior high. Oh, I do. No, I do think. I do think. I do think it's a good film. I don't see. I do think it's a good film. I still don't particularly see the crossover inherent value between this and other films that our kind of fan base us would tend to lean towards. Not sure. I know what you're talking about. Like I say, the sci-fi fake. <laughs> Easy for me to say. This ain't a sci-fi flick. It ain't a fantasy flick. It ain't an action flick. It's not a superhero flick. It's just kind of a drama. Well, it's very much a drama. It's rare. I think it's rare that that. I think. See, you're different because you're all Scorsese. You know, you're all fucking enlightened. But say, maybe for dudes our age, I think it's rare for dudes our age to. You know what I mean? Because I like I liked a lot of dramas when I was a kid. Yeah, I think kids. You, you kind of missed out on childhood in a way. I, I, yeah. And liking kid shit, you never really liked kid stuff your entire life, you know. And that's what most of us were watching when we were that young. I was not really into cartoons. Yeah, dude. I didn't. I mean, yeah. Let's say I missed out on childhood, but like I went from cartoons to action movies and horror movies, which would be the next logical translation because they're basically like transition? live action or translation. 
I said translation. Yes, but I'm saying, why would you say translation? It doesn't fit. They transition. Sometimes I say words that don't make sense, but they sound big. So people don't really question it. Well, translation makes sense. Because they go by quick. The, I know. It made sex in that context, if I really stretch it. It made sex with that context, <laughs> and it made a baby, and that baby was called a period. The cool thing be, women's... Ex- yeah, September 13th, 1959. It's the first time you find out what day it is. He doesn't say it in the beginning? Not that it was September 13th, does he? He says the summer of 1959. Summer? Wait a minute. September's part of the summer? No, but that's advertisement for something that's going to It would be, actually. Up until the 21st, yeah, this would be summer. Last day of summer is the 21st. The vernal equinox, I believe. Or, or would it be the autumnal equinox? I don't know what that is. So the winter, this, the spring solstice, the winter solstice. Do you know the season that has not been made into a movie from different seasons? This was summer. At pupil was fall? Yes. Winter Shawshank. was... It was at pupil, Shawshank, this, and what was the last one in different seasons? I can't remember the... I, I know the season it was. I can't remember the title. What was it, what was it about? It was winter... Was it was, it? I can't. I haven't read that book in so long. Which one was it? I can't remember the title. What was it about? What it was about? Ah, you're gonna kill us! <laughs> you're gonna kill us, Jesse! Ah, no! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Go do it quick! Look at the stand by me thing. Maybe it says somewhere. Why would it say it on fucking in the book? In the book? I don't think so. Maybe don't mention like where this thing came from. I, I it comes from different seasons. I know, but maybe it'll, yeah. Ha ha! Breathing method. Breathing method. Yes. Oh, maybe it won't, but why would it say it in the book? It won't say it in the book. And then he's got a fake computer. Why is it a fake computer? Because that, that was fucking digital letters on a black screen. That was done in editing. That wasn't a real fucking computer screen. What computer just had bright green letters with no interface whatsoever and no, like, backslash? The one that lost. Even then, there was an interface. Watch. This is like a radar for a boat. Look, he's still an asshole. Okay. The moral of the story is when the night is dark, it's come. And the land is dark. Is dark. (laughs) And I never had any friends later on the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus. Does anyone? <laughs> Jesus, does anyone? Is he asking Jesus out or is he saying like, Jesus, no, does anyone? She would have said, fuck. If this movie was remade, if they remade it, it would say fuck at the end. Because that's, that's what the 90s, it was like the fuck you generation. They'll remake it in China and call it Buddha. Does anyone? I don't get it. Oh. Buddha? Buddha's not their god. China is an atheist country. Was oh, it Japan that does Buddha? I mean, there's Buddhists in, 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 Asia. in Asia, but which is the most topical way to end the fucking <laughs> talk for a minute. Based upon the, the novella, which is different from a novel and a short story. Which is why it's called a novella. Yeah, but I don't know why it's different from a short story. Because it's fancier. It's like graphic novel to comic book, I think. I really do. I don't think it's a length thing. Because a short story could be any length. Stephen King writes short stories that are five pages and short stories that are 80 pages. Yeah. Why are some of them called novellas? Because they're complete stories. In a short form. Short stories are complete. Some of them not don't have a beginning, middle, and end. A short story? Some of Stephen King's short stories. Example. A lot of them. Some some of them just start in the middle of a story. Like I just read the entire I read I read an entire book of them. 
Oh, the actually, new one? Yeah. Yeah, I just finished it. You read it? Yeah. So like the one on the beach, at the, or the fucking porta potty one at the end. Rest stop? Yeah. Or, or or the first one, the train, the, the one the dead people. I don't know. Do you see what I'm trying to say? that there's He's got a, a beginning, middle, and end for that. But not an story. overlying arc like this one. Is that a difference? What's the, what's the difference between a novella and a, novel, and a short story? Except the spelling. I don't know. Maybe we should do a commentary on that. And call it a podcast, (laughs) which we will be doing next week. So, folks, uh, thanks for sitting. Bradley Gregg was Eyeball Chambers. Bruce Kirby was Mr. Quiddicleo. And you know why? (laughs) Because his real ass, that's his real ass name. What? Bruce Kirby's real ass name is (laughs) Quiddicleo. And that's why they named the store that. Really? I read the Wikipedia page this morning. Oh, you cheated. On Wikipedia. See who else we got. John Cusack. Popeye. Popeye was in the movie. <laughs> Andy Dick. Dick Durock. James o- Quinn. Obi Babs. Gordon's son. Corey oh, Scott Pollard. I want to be Obi Babs for Halloween. His friend. Nicolades. Someone was credited as his friend. Gordon's son's friend. <laughs> but it was his friend. Yeah. But it wasn't in context to anything else. But it was right after Gordon's friend. I mean, Gordon's son. I don't think that makes sense in credits. So he's credited as his friend. Yes. So when they did dialogue in the script, they said his, his friend. friend. You, you think the guy? You think the last? You think the last person credited in the entire film had dialogue? He does at the end. Oh, Gordy's son's friend. Yes. Oh, it was an order of appearance kind of thing. Okay, I didn't get what you're going on. Um, what the fuck is a sign writer? Sign? There were. I feel like there are jobs I don't know on here. Let's go through. I know all that. I know all that. I found the distinction on mixers and recorder. I'm mixing and whatever. I'll tell you later. All right. Uh, to Mr. Reiner, production assistant. Let's see if anyone became famous. Nope. You know all this shit, man. Stunts and dog trainer. You know what a dog trainer does? Of course I. I know. Projection. What do you need a projectionist for? Playback. Back in the day? Yeah. When they had actual projection screens? Yeah. They don't have that anymore, right? No, they just you fucking... Where do they have matte paintings? Where do they have matte painting in this movie? Background that needed to be... Different. Where in this movie was there a matte I painting? I have no idea. So I'm saying it was all fucking... On loca- it was all location. Well, you think? Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> I think it was a great soundtrack. They got... I'm going back. Like they did on Tiny Tunes. They did shoot in Oregon. With Thanks Clinton. to the people of Brownsville, Oregon. McLeod River Railroad and the Goose Line Railroad of Cottage Drive, Oregon. Characters and incidents portrayed in names here in or something, something, something. Quarter got, quarter got 1986. <laughs> Columbia Pictars and Dark Streets. All right. A Rob Cohen film. Folks, we made it. You made it. We all made it through our first official Bag and Border commentary track. Think they all made it? Uh, I hope they all made it. <laughs> to whoever made it, send me your name. Uh, <laughs> and I will like it. Uh, we made it through. And I think it went rather well. All right, yeah. For a movie that I had never seen until two days ago and a movie I had zero interest in, I, I think we... But you I, ended up liking it. But I think, I think we, we filled... I, think, I don't say I don't want to say filled like in a negative way, but I think, I think that was fun. Yeah. I think that might be enjoyable to listen to. It would help if you were drunk or on heroin... <laughs> I can provide the first. The latter is illegal. But 
I mean, I have to provide them a lot of too. <laughs> Not on this podcast, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so that was good. Um, yeah. I, I would like to do it again, I think. Yes, but next time we both have seen all the movies. That next time, seen. next time, yes, it's got to be movies we both seen. Yes. We can't be this antagonistic. We got to stop fighting with <laughs> Jesse. Why can't we get along? We just don't How long have my people and your people's been fighting? You know, it's ridiculous already. How long have the Jews and the black Native American white mixes really? You know, it's been it's been so. I don't think it has anything. It's been thousands of years. I think I just don't like you. Oh, all right. I think you think it's my goatee because it's prettier than yours. Because <laughs> it's got a sheen to it. Yours is just call back, ladies and gentlemen. When the night it's over, is gone, has come, and I will come. The land is dark. And you can lean. And the moon. You can lean. You can lean on me. You want a chocolate ball, fatty? Maybe that'll be our next movie. We'll do all on movies. In the second. You know what crack does to you? It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. He used to call me. What is it? He used to call me. Now they just call me Batman. And on that note, I'm Matt Cohen. I'm Jesse Rose. We've been banged aboard and we've been real. We hope you stand by us in the future. What? The night has come. And the land is dark And the moon Is the only Light we'll see No, I won't Be afraid Oh, I won't Be afraid Just as long As you stand Stand by me